Well, let's give Jesus a great praise tonight. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, that's okay. Come on, you could do a little better than that. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. How many are glad to be in the house? Praise the Lord. If you can give me just, not a lot, but just, no, that's better. Everything's good. I'm hearing myself now. These old vocal cords, I've got to take tender, loving care of them, which means I create deafness in your ears. So I, I said, are you glad to be in the house tonight? Yeah. I, I'm kind of Trinitarian, so are you glad to be in the house tonight? Yeah. Glory. I'm sure there's many watching online tonight, and I thank God for that, and I thank God for the technology that we can reach into hospitals and people's homes and uh, wherever people are traveling. In our church, I have many people that travel internationally a lot, and uh, it's so exciting when they tell me, well, I was over in uh, Singapore, and I watched the service, or I was in Europe, and I was able to be in church, but uh, I'm still an advocate of just being in the house. I know there's reasons we always can't be, but I thank God for when we can, how many believe we should be in the house of the Lord? And I, I am thrilled to be here tonight. I've got some things burning in my spirit for you. And I was on the way into the church. My wife sends her love. I was talking to her en route. And uh, she said, I've been praying for the service today and I really believe God is going to give you a great breakthrough tonight in the service. And then I walk into the office tonight and Pastor Phyllis comes in and said, I have been praying today for this service and I feel like something supernatural and something miraculous is getting ready to happen in the service tonight. So uh, I don't know about you, but I have the expectation that the impossible is going to be possible for you tonight. And if you do, give God one more great shout tonight. Hallelujah. Remain standing. I'm just going to go right into the word. And I'd like to read out of uh, two segments of scripture tonight. I want to read the first few verses, the first four verses of Isaiah 61. And I always make reference to this because I think it's important for you to always read this with this in mind. This is the mission statement of the ministry of Jesus. Whenever you wonder why did Jesus come and humble himself to be made human flesh, in these four verses, you understand why Jesus came to earth. And it says this, And the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, or to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And the day of vengeance of our God. And the day of vengeance of our God. Or the day of recompense. To comfort all that mourn. 
to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And I want, I want to say this, that the day of the vengeance or the day of the recompense of our God is the activation day of the year of favor. And a year of favor is going to release a life of favor. And some of you may not realize it right now, but you're getting ready to step into a day of recompense, a year of favor, and a life that your life is being redefined by the favor of God. Are you getting ready? Now, I want you to go over with me into the book of Exodus, the 23rd chapter. The book of Exodus, the 23rd chapter. And I want to begin reading at the 22nd verse. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. I think we ought to read that again. Would you mind reading it with me? I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. I think that's a shout moment right there. I, I just think you ought to just stop right there and give God a shout of victory just, just for that. Then it goes on and says, For mine angel shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the Amorites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off, or I will wipe them out, or I will exterminate them. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them, and quite break down their images. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. No, I think that's another shout moment right there. Now, I, I think we ought to go back and declare this together and read it with me. And he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Hmm. And there shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. And I will send fear before thee and will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thine enemies turn their backs unto thee. Now, if I just was just going to just preach right here. And, and maybe I, I might just say that just 
maybe you just ought to retitle the whole thing and call it Run, Devil, Run. Because I think it's about time we put the devil on the run instead of always feeling like he's putting us on the run. And I just happen to like this scripture. And I will send hornets before thee, which shall drive out the Hivite and the Canaanite and the Hittite from before thee. And I dial into this. And I will not drive them out from, but I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beast of the field multiply against thee. By little and little I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. Now there's a lot in these verses. And you say, well, that's all Old Testament. I'm well aware of that. I know it's Old Testament. But what you have to understand about it being Old Testament is that it reveals the mind, nature, and personality of God. And when God is dealing with his people, whether they are regenerated people of all cultures and all races, or whether God had independently and exclusively dealt with a nation called Israel, you see in his word, old and new, his nature and his personality regarding how he wants his people to be dealt with from heaven to earth. So what is he saying to us? I am going to make your enemies my enemies. I'm going to make your adversaries my adversaries I will bless your bread and your water and I will take sickness away from the midst of you and then he goes on and says and I'm not going to just drive them out but I am going to systematically give you now hang in here I'm going to give you a year of favor And I'm not, I'm not going to do everything in one year. Now, I haven't even prayed over this thing yet, so we just, just hang in here with me. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in one year, I'm not going to make it all just happen. But little by little, in this initial year, I'm going to progressively move you in and move them out. So what's happening? Oh my God. God's favor is going to be upon the nation of Israel and God is prophesying to them and saying over the next, over this 365 day period, I am going to step by step by step move you in. In essence, the year of favor is going to create a life of favor because at the end of the year, you are going to be in full possession of your inheritance. Somebody better give God a praise. I got to bless this sermon here just to say, but I got to say this. You got to hear me. Some of you are right within a 365-day span of your life being changed. 
And it's not just saying in the next 365 days some fun stuff is going to happen. It is a positioning of you with the favor of God to look back at August 1st in 2019 and look back over the last 365 days and say, I have watched God supernaturally take me from where I was to where I am. And now when I look forward, I'm not seeing the same future that I did one year ago today. Somebody better help me tonight. Glory to God. Father, anoint every ear to hear, every mind to perceive, and every heart to believe. And I seal it done in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I got into this, and God really, God initially, I got into the 61st chapter of Isaiah. And I, I, I just really wanted to preach about the delivering power of God, the mission of Christ to really liberate people. And when you study the 61st chapter of Isaiah, you recognize that the context of the ministry of Jesus really had to do with transforming people, taking those that were mourning, those that had the ash of grieving on their countenance, on their head, wearing the sackcloth of grief and transforming them into praisers, transforming them into people that their countenance reflected the joy and the peace of God, taking people that were in the darkness of demonic captivity and bringing them up and out of that darkness into liberty, transforming people by getting them to hear the good news. And the good news, if you're afflicted and oppressed, it said, it preached the gospel to the meek, which really meant the oppressed and the afflicted. The good news to the oppressed and the afflicted is that you're not going to be oppressed and you're not going to be afflicted anymore. It said, I'm going to comfort all that mourn. But right in the middle of all this, he says these words. To proclaim, in the NIV and in other translations, to proclaim my mission as the Messiah is to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, the day of the vengeance of our God. And then right after that, he says, to comfort all that mourn. Now, let's be honest about some things. The sadness and the sorrow that has been upon many of God's people. Sadness and sorrow is not something that's exclusive in the system of the world, but we see great grief, sorrow, oppression, depression, all that goes along with that in the house of God. And sometimes when you look out at a congregation, you say, Lord, have mercy. We're supposed to be the saved and the delivered. You know, we're supposed to be running through troops and leaping over walls, and it looks like the troop ran over us and the wall fell on us. 
But the truth of the matter is this, that we recognize that there is a sorrow and a sadness and a depression and an oppression and an affliction that is upon many of God's people. But Jesus said this, reason I, well, the reason I've showed up is I'm going to declare the year of the Lord's favor and I'm going to declare that there is a day of divine recompense that is coming to God's people. You with me? So as I was preparing things that I was preaching and, and looking into, you know, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free and just dealing with the aspects of deliverance. This, this, these words just leaped off the pages at me. And so I'm, I'm really not getting that strongly and I understand the year of the Lord's favor and I understand the year of Jubilee and I understand the seven year cycles and then I understand uh, after, you know, 49, 50 years and, and you know, all of these things have been highly preached and, and they're marvelous truth. But I, I just want to talk to you about the next fiscal year. I just, I just want to talk to you about August 1, to next August 1. That I believe God's getting ready to do something in the span of the next 365 days that could actually transform the future of what happens for the rest of your life. And I don't believe that's impossible. I don't believe that uh, Pastor Dosick talks about an experience he had at the dirt floor garage when this whole ministry started out and how the heavens opened up. And all of a sudden he went from uh, three people in his church to standing room only. And what was happening? God was doing something supernatural that was altering the whole course of his future and even the future of this area. Now I don't know about you, but I believe now is the time for God's people that have faith and have a revelated knowledge of the word to start taking hold of what we have known God has promised us. Pastor LD and I and uh, the, the pastor from Kenton and, uh, and Gerald, we, we had a bite to eat last night. We just got talking about uh, revivals and outpourings of the Holy Spirit and the power and the presence of God and, and all the different things that we've seen over our independent journeys. But I'm telling you something, those of you that know that God can dissolve cancer, that God can heal brain tumors, that God can make the cripples walk, that God that can deliver the oppressed and the demon possessed, those of you that realize that if it had not been for God in your life, you would be addicted to drugs today. You would be probably in a rehab somewhere if you were fortunate or didn't drink yourself to death. What you're recognizing is the God of miracles has impacted your life. You're who I want to talk to right now. You that have experienced the supernatural touch of the master's hand because what we've got to understand there is a generation that is going to grab hold of something and say you know what it's time for a payback it's time for the Lord's vengeance to come upon my enemies and my adversaries it's time for me over the next 365 days to little by little possess what God has prophetically promised me and alter my future the devil has a prediction for you now I want you to hear me on this one 
Psychics make predictions. And the devil does have a prediction for you. But I've got news for you. God has a prophecy. And what I'm trying to get you to rise up in your faith to understand is here I am today and God is ready, willing, and able to be an enemy under my enemies and an adversary to my adversaries that I can step by step move into my prophetic promise. Vengeance. You know, before, when I read that before, I was thinking, oh, man, that, that's some tough stuff right there. Lord said, you're reading it all wrong. This is one of the most positive things you can read as my son. Is that I am getting ready to be an enemy to your enemies. So I begin to look up the word vengeance. And the word vengeance, a synonym of that is recompense. Which has to do with divine repayment benefits everybody say benefits you ever notice how all these stores they all want to know if you're signed up for their rewards program good lord if i carried all these cards that i'm supposed to have are you are you with our rewards program well you know that's why women have to carry purses because you've got all these rewards programs. You've got to keep those cards. In, in, you know, and, and, and as a man, if I don't carry a purse, I, I, I can't be part of the rewards program. But it has to do with benefits. It has to do with rewards. It has to do with something that is deserved. So I don't deserve anything but hellfire. The old you doesn't deserve anything but hellfire. But if I recall, there is a scripture that says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, and old things have passed away, and all things become new. Now, the old Pete Dosick deserved hellfire, but the new creation Peter Dosick doesn't deserve hellfire. He deserves, there is something that he deserves, and that is that God is an enemy unto his enemies because he is now an adopted son of God. Who you were is not applicable to who you are. It's something deserved. It's a deserved receipt. It's a deserved receipt. It's a deserved something coming to you that if anything else comes to you, it's not your inheritance. Didn't you do a message about sending it back. Don't sign for the package. Yeah. And you know, we've been signing for packages that don't belong to us. The Bible said the thief cometh but to kill, steal, and destroy. And so if that's what he's delivering, don't sign for the package. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it overflowing, have it superfluous, have it more abundantly. Now, when that comes, that's what you sign for because that's what you deserve. Oh, no, 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 Pastor, I don't, I don't deserve any of the blessings. Your old you doesn't deserve nothing. But the new you, the new you is an heir 
and a joint heir with Christ. Okay, okay. I don't want to upset any of you and all your humility. Recompense also has to do with a payback. With a payback. Payback. A payback. God gets pleasure out of giving you a payback. Because he understands it as I preached last night, because I'm not going to preach all that over again tonight. He understands that the dark places are the places that the enemy intended evil. But God is transforming it into good. So when he transforms it into good, it's a payback. Oh, Joseph in the pit. But then there came a payback. Now, you're not listening to me. You're, you got a Thursday night hangover. You were in church last night. You got more blessing than you know how to handle. Now you're coming back trying to recuperate from all the new wine you drank last night. See, what, what, I, what I'm trying to get through to you is so Joseph ends up in a pit and at that moment, at 17 years of age, the enemy was meaning this for evil. The enemy was meaning this to stop and to kill the prophetic promise over his life. But there came the moment of the payback. And we know that all things work together for good. All, everybody say all things. What, 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 what kind of things are those? They're all things. And not everything in the all things is pleasant. Some of the all things is the pit. Some of the all things is the betrayal. Some of the all things is the lies. Some of the all things is some of the pain you've had to deal with, the rejections you've had to deal with. But the payback is, no, 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 you're not listening yet. But the payback is, can you give me a little more fire on this thing? I'm not worried about their hearing because if they get their ears, hearing bone out, pastor will pray and God will heal them. You've got to hear me on this. So, And we know that all things work together to produce good to who? Them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So what happens? There's a payback. So you're walking through life and not all things are not all hot flashes, cold chill, hundredfold blessings. All things are not just that. All things have to do with lies, have to do with betrayals, have to do with bad doctor's reports, might have to do with a loss financially, uh, 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 maybe a divorce, maybe a, a, a division in your family that you spend hours in their prayer closet. You're crying, you're weeping, you're hurt, you're broken but you move on through and all things start working together and no matter how we can't figure it out ultimately on the other side they start producing good what is the production of good it's the payback I'm preaching much better than you're shouting tonight now he said there's a year of the Lord's favor. 
But he also said there's a day of the payback. There's a day of the vengeance of our God. There's a day that God says, okay, Pete, Pastor Dosick. I think God will probably just call you Pete. Okay, Peter. I want you to look back and I want you to think about this and think about that. And I want you to remember that heartache and that frustration. I just want you to look back on it. Because today is the day of my vengeance. They say, oh, praise God. Uh, yeah, 13 minutes ago, this happened. No, Joseph was 17, but payback came 13 years later. Oh, but when payback came, when payback came, you talk about with interest. You talk about with multiplying dividends. You talk about all of a sudden something you bought for $10 a share selling for $1,000 a share. When you talk about, when you talk about recompense, when you talk about a deserved receipt, when you talk about something happening uh, that God all of a sudden just put his hands on his hips in heaven saying, I am an enemy to your enemies. I am an adversary to your adversary. And Joseph, all that time you were in jail, you thought I forgot. God. And when you were betrayed by Potiphar's wife, you thought I forgot. And when you were sold into slavery by your brother, you thought I forgot. But I didn't forget anything. Uh, uh, they're, they're getting ready to wake you up today. And they're going to say, Joseph, uh, Joseph, you got to get up. And, and we got to change your garments. And we got to shave your head. And we got to give you a nice bath because you're, today you're going to go to Pharaoh. No, they should have woke up and said, Joseph, this is the the day of the Lord's vengeance. It's payback day. It's payback day. So then the word goes on. Isaiah 34, 8. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompense for the cause of Zion. And notice this, the day and the year. Everybody say it, the day and the year. So there's a day of vengeance and a year of favor. So it says here, it's the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompense. So I'm getting ready to start something, but it's not just going to be like this one day thing. Isn't it nice when it's your birthday and everybody's nice to you? They all bring gifts and they all say, hey, whatever you want to do, it's your day. <laughs> it's like Mother's Day. Oh, it's Mother's Day. Bunch of heathen kids treated mama, hurt her, broke her heart, frustrated her. Gave her migraine headaches all year long. Now it's Mother's Day. Oh, Mama, it's your day today. We're going to take you out for a nice dinner. Oh, we're going to give you flowers. We're going to get you cards. It's your day. Well, what about Monday? Yeah, I'm wondering about it. I, I get Sunday, 
But what about Monday? What about Saturday? Come on. And the Lord said, okay, there's a day I'm stepping in the middle, but I'm not done with the day of vengeance. The day of vengeance is January 1 for the year of favor. Now, you didn't hear one thing I said on that. The day of vengeance is January 1 for the year of favor. Now, let me say it again. I said the day of vengeance, the day of recompense is January 1 for the year of favor. You've got to start anticipating that there's a payback day. You've got to start anticipating that every treachery that the enemy has perpetrated against you over this last season, that God now is officially declaring this is enemy of your enemy's day. This is adversary of your adversary's day. And this is the New Year's day for the newest day and the newest season of divine favor. Isaiah 34, 8 says, For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompense. So he said, I'm going to start something and it's going to keep going. For the cause of Zion, which means to uphold Zion's purpose. So let's, let's put this in perspective. Zion was always a spiritual term uh, for the people of God. So now let, let's just stop here. Okay. How many believe God spoke this ministry into existence. How many believe that God was the author of Only Believe Ministries? So now God says, you know what? I've seen, I've seen pressures. I've seen attacks. I, I've seen the very wickedness of the enemy come against the very vision and the very purpose of Only Believe Ministries. But, but I, I, I got some news for you. It's the day of my vengeance. That this day I become an intensified enemy and an intensified adversary of only believes enemies and adversaries, which is going to activate a year of favor or a year of paybacks, which will result in the upholding of the purpose of Zion or the upholding of the purpose of only believe ministries. Now just start plugging your name in here a little bit because God has a distinct ministry for you, a distinct purpose for you and the enemy has been trying just like he did with Joseph to undermine your purpose and your destiny but at some moment God's going to step in the middle of this thing and say alright I'm declaring war today and when I declare war on him it is going to activate a year of paybacks I don't expect you to shout too loud because you're trying to get this. Isaiah 35, 4. Say to the fearful of heart. Have you ever been fearful? Well, I'm raising I, I, I'm not one of these guys that want to act like I never battle with fear. Never have anxieties. Never wonder if I'm going to make it or not. So say to the fearful of heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come 
with vengeance. With a recompense, he will come to save you. So if you're just kind of in an upheaval, yeah, I've been in this, I've been full-time in ministry for 46 years. 46 years. I must be crazy. 46 years I have been preaching this gospel from coast to coast and around the world. And I get to thinking, man, there have been some times I wonder, are the doors going to be able to stay open? There's been times that I have wondered, God, is anybody really interested in what I've got to say or the anointing that's upon my life. There's been moments of great fear and great anxiety. But then I watch God. And he just comes in with a vengeance. He just comes in with a vengeance. So I know you've been lied on. I know you've been betrayed. I know you've been in a dark place. I know you felt like every friend you've had have turned on you. I know you've had people that you've done everything in the world to help them in your church and you've made sacrifices and prayed the prayer of faith and stood by them uh, when their loved ones were dying and then all of a sudden they turn on you, they leave and they gossip about you. And I know you've been in some dark places. I know you've been there when you wondered how are you going to pay the church payment? How are you going to pay the staff? And it doesn't seem like mountains are going to move. I know you've been there, but I'm coming with a vengeance. I'm coming with a vengeance. I'm coming with a vengeance. In essence, I'm coming with the spirit of I am an enemy to your enemies. And we want God to do this every step of the way, every second of the day. But God reserves moments in time. I want you to hear me on this. God reserves moments in time when you are ready to advance into a new season. Mm. Be strong, fear not, behold your God will come with a vengeance. Even with a recompense, he will come to save you. And I talked about last night, there's a moment in time, we always talk about mama feeling the labor pains. But the labor pains aren't created by mama. The labor pains are created by a baby that's wanting to get out of the dark place. A baby that says, there's not enough room in here for me anymore. A baby that's saying, I don't know what's on the other side of the darkness, but I'm not staying here anymore. And I'm getting out of the dark place. There comes a moment in time when the caterpillar that has been dissolved and has been wrapped up in the cocoon and put in the dark place and has been transformed into a new creation that we call a butterfly. But there comes a moment in time, doesn't have anything to do with the cocoon, doesn't have anything to do with, you might say, the silken mummy state that that caterpillar came into but now the butterfly begins to fight and the butterfly begins to war with the cocoon and the butterfly begins to rip it open with its wings because there was something inside that butterfly that said there's light somewhere there's a sky somewhere that I can fly in there's something bigger and there's something better for me God is coming to save us But he's not going to save us until the work in the dark place has been finished. The metamorphosis of minerals has to do with 
depth, heat, and pressure. And when there's enough depth, enough heat, and enough pressure, one substance can be turned into another substance. One type of rock can be turned into another type of a rock. Stay with me. And some of you are wondering, why has this darkness seemed so intense? Why has the heat seemed so hot? Why has the stress or the pressure seemed so great? And people are telling you, now when you get to be my age, they're telling you, well, it's time to retire. You can't handle it anymore. Oh, you, you know, you're not as young as you used to be. It's time to let all these young bucks do it all. And I'm not against all the young men of God rising up, but God didn't call the young men of God to put the seasoned veterans out into pasture. Hear me out. And so you keep crying out, God, why? Why is the darkness so dark? And why is the pressure so intense? And why is the heat so great? And why don't you let it off of me? You told me you wouldn't put on me more than I could bear. <laughs> and the Lord starts talking. <laughs> and I just want you to hear me on this. He said, I'm not going to put on you more than you can bear. But you couldn't bear this. But you can bear this. No, you're not hearing what I'm saying. The caterpillar couldn't bear this. But the new creation could. This rock couldn't bear this. But the new creation could can bear this. Now, I'm just going to sit here till you wake up and get in the game. Now, what am I trying to get to you? God puts, it seems like the longer we serve him, the more revelation we get. It's like when we go to a dark place, it's darker. And when we go to a pressure place, the pressure is greater. And when we go to a hot place, they turn up the fire seven times hotter. I'm not talking about candlelight. I'm talking about fiery furnaces. But what happens? He shows up in the fire. And when we've done all we can do to stand, we keep standing. And we've been in a place that we feel like, God, where is light? Where is hope? Where is there a place of illumination? Where is the glory? And the Lord said, don't worry. I'm coming with a vengeance. I'm coming with a payback. I'm coming to save you. And so we're in the dark place. And we're in the hot place. And we're in the pressure place. And we say, how can I get out of here? But the Lord said, I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you. I wish I had a shovel right now. And God starts digging. And God starts digging. And God starts digging. Said, I'm looking for you. I'm coming to save you. You think you can't handle it? Well, don't worry about it. I'm coming to save you. And God digs down and he looks and he's 20 feet down he's not there I'm digging a little deeper uh, 30 feet you're not there 100 feet and all of a sudden he says there he is there he is and I'm coming to save you and I'm coming with vengeance and I'm coming with a payback but when I bring you out uh, 
Look at that. The light's hitting it. And it's a multifaceted diamond. But when it went into the pressure place, it was just another rock. But when I got done with it, my God, it's priceless now. I don't trust anybody without a limp. After Jacob was in the dark place and he wrestled with God, he limped the rest of his life. If you're really a God's army veteran, you're not pretty no more. You've been burnt. You've been scarred. You've been bruised. You've been hit. But you're still standing. Oh, maybe you don't have that cute little swagger you used to have maybe now. You're dragging that leg behind you. And people are saying, what's wrong with you? There ain't nothing wrong with me. I've just been alone with God. He just changed my walk. He just changed the fact that I thought oh, I was all that. But I'm not all that, but he is all that. I'm almost done. Isaiah 63, 4 says, For the day of vengeance is in mine heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. I'm, I'm going to get into the good stuff now. The day of my vengeance is in my heart. Oh, <laughs> I'm coming with a vengeance for you, buddy. I see how dark it's been. I see how hot it's been. I see how stressed it's been. But, uh, but it's not just going to be a day. It's going to be the year of the redeemed. So what did he say? He said, I'm coming with a vengeance to save you. The redeemed are those that have been bought out of bondage. And so now the Lord said, okay, I, I've come with a vengeance, LD, and it's payback time, and it's the year of my redeeming. So those that have been in the dark, in the stress, and in the fire, you're getting ready for a year of favor. Because the dark, the fire, and the pressure have done what they needed to do. Now I can move you. Let's, let's think about this. 17 years old, he goes to the pit. And so, I mean, that's dark. That's stressful, especially if you're a teenager. Stress. There's the heat of all of this 
weirdness that's going on. God keeps him in that place for a while. And then he pushes out. And he's in Potiphar's house. Man, that's a lot better than the pit. That's a whole lot better than the slave block. Good Lord, I didn't know who was going to buy me. There were some weird bubbas up there bidding on folk. And I got Potiphar bid on me. And I said, oh, thank you, God. That guy looks like he's sane anyway. And then Potiphar finds out that this guy's gifted. This guy's talented. And Joseph's gifts and his development, he, he's wearing the garments that identify him as the major domo of Potiphar's house. And it's all good and it's all glorious. And Joseph was ready to settle in. I guess this isn't such a bad gig. Nice house, good food. I have turf and territory to use my gifts and my talents. Doing what God called him to do. I'm clean, I'm moral, I'm wholesome. Love God. All of a sudden it got dark again. All of a sudden it got hot again. All of a sudden it got stressful again. All of a sudden he's lied on her. And she ripped off. His brother stole his coat of many colors. And dishonored it. And now Potiphar's wife strips him of his garments of the major domo of Potiphar's house and he says I cannot commit this sin against God and if we did it the way we think God should have done it, if God would have done it the way we thought he should have done it then God would have intervened an angel would have shown up walked into Potiphar's room and said Joseph my son is innocent your wife has the spirit of a harlot didn't happen it got dark again it got hot again it got stressful nothing moved until the day of the payback he, he got to jail and he settled in and became the head guy in the jail that was a prisoner and you know, the stress level's lifted. I guess they're not going to kill me. It was hot, stressful, kind of dark and lonely and empty, but he settled in and said, well, maybe this is it. All of a sudden, God said, this isn't it, buddy. I've come to save you. And the only person that could have got Joseph out of jail was God. And the only one that can get some of you out of the place you're in is God. But when he does, he's coming with a payback. I, I, I promise you I'm finishing. Job 42.10 says this. And the Lord turned. Everybody say turned. The captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before.
Now, come on. How many of you, just for encouragement purposes, read Job? I mean, you know, say, oh, oh I, I'm kind of down today, so I want to read something encouraging. Let's go to the book of Job. Or maybe the book of Lamentations. But we don't think of the book of Job as an encouraging book, but yet in reality, it is the book that tells us God will give you double for your trouble. It is the book that tells us God comes with a vengeance and a recompense and saves us and gives us a payback. Have you ever felt like for some unjustifiable reason all the hordes of hell have been loosed against you and all you've been doing is praying, fasting, giving, shouting, jumping, falling out under the power, speaking in tongues, having hot flashes and cold chills in the Holy Ghost? My God, all you're trying to do is be super charismatic. All you're trying to do is everywhere you go, you want to hand somebody a track about Jesus and tell them how much God loves them, you're ready to go into the most radical Islamic nations of the world and tell them about Jesus. There's nothing you're not willing to do. And then it's like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, every demon in hell seems to be loosed on your doorstep. Say, hey, we've come to move in with you. You're having migraine headaches. You've got floating kidneys, fallen arches, crossed eyeballs, post-nasal drip, bronchial congestion. It looks like, my God, there isn't a disease known unto mankind that hasn't come after you. You work for a company and they say, we don't need you anymore. Your wife looks at you and said, you were the man of my dreams, but now you were the boy of my dreams, but now you're the man of my nightmares. And you're saying, what's going on? Well, maybe you just feared God and hated evil. And you can't figure it out. And you're trying to say, where did I sit? Where did I go wrong? What did I do? What did I do that caused God to turn his back on me? And the Lord said, I'm just setting you up to give you double for your trouble. I'm just setting you up for a miracle like you've never seen before in your life. I'm just going to bring you out of the dirt. And when I bring you out of the dirt, you're not going to look like you used to look. I'm going to hold you up to the sun and you're going to glisten and shine like the most beautiful diamond that has ever been formed. What's God saying? Oh, God said, I turned the captivity of Job and I gave him twice what he lost. What was that day? One day. One day. One day. Day like any other day. Probably was Monday. Well, it couldn't have been Friday. Friday, you always thank God it's Friday. Saturdays when you watch college football. Couldn't have been Saturday. Sunday, well, that's the Lord's day. No, it had to be Monday. Monday. Blue Monday. Blue Monday. 
Job gets up, boils on his body. And here they come. Oh, here comes Bubba and Bocephus. My comforters. The Lord said, just, just pray for them. Just pray for them. Oh, God, I don't want to pray for them. Lord, if I wasn't so broke, I'd tell them to go away. But he forgot about himself long enough to say, God, in my pain, in my dark place, in my stress place, in my fireplace, I'm going to pray for my friends. And all of a sudden, a day of vengeance was activated. And a year of favor followed. And a life of favor followed. And when it was all done, he had double for the trouble. Some of you are getting ready to step into double for the trouble. David and his men are out doing what they felt God sent them to do. They come back. Ziglags burned with fire. Their wives, some of you might say praise the Lord on that, but uh, people in other states would not in Ohio because y'all were sanctified. Their wives were taken. Their children were taken. Their flocks, their gold, their silver. And these hardened warriors wept till they had no more power to weep. No more tears left. They were so broken. Then they said, you know, you know, you get, you're hurt bad enough, you get crazy. And they said, let's kill David. If we wouldn't have been following David, this wouldn't have happened. Let's kill him. So now David, David is like, wait a minute here. I don't have my wives. My kids are gone. They didn't leave me all my gold and silver. They took all my blocks. I'm as broke as all the rest of you. There was one distinct thing about the darkness of David. David had also lost all his friends. Bless you. David had lost all his friends. And he was in a dark place. No friends, no family, no money, no influence. He's in that dark place. He's, I, I believe he was in a cave because any brown man with a brain in his head with everybody talking about killing him, I'm going to want to know where the back door's at that nobody can get in it. And there's only one door and I can see him coming. He's probably in a cave with his back to the wall, shivering in the cold and in the dark. And he said, God, I don't know what. It made me tears streaming down his face. He starts, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy 
He heals all my diseases and he forgives all my iniquities. Bless his holy, holy name. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not Whatever you praise him in the dark place, he shows up. <sighs> My God, they've all turned on me. They all hate me. They're going to kill me. And he heard a voice. It was a voice from his past. It was a voice he remembered well. And that voice said, Thou art the next king of Israel. Wait a minute. I can't die because God said, This is who I am. And he caught up. Whew. And he said, give me the ephod. And they're all looking like he's lost his mind. He said, no, I got my mind back. But it's been renovated. And he said, shall I pursue? And if I pursue, will I overtake? And God said, pursue him. And you will overtake him. Oh, and by the way, get it all back. I'm, I'm, I'm not teasing. I am concluding. And up from the grave he arose, busting out of the heat and out of the stress, he encouraged himself in the Lord. And he looked and he said, I'm going after him. You can stay here if you want to, but I'm going to get it all back. I'm going to get it all back. You know what that day was? That was the day of the Lord's vengeance. And he went after him. And the word says, David recovered all. But you better read on a little further. Not only did he recover all, but he got a payback. I don't know if he got double for his trouble, triple for his trouble, quadruple for his trouble. I don't know what the multiplication scale was, but he had enough to bless every elder in Judah. The blessing was so great that he got everything back and David wasn't doing bad at that moment. He was prospering, but he got so much from the spoil of the wealth of the wicked being laid up for the right the payback came on the day of vengeance but it activated a year of favor that turned into what we know as the reign of David 
No, 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 no. You're not catching what I'm saying. Because God pushed David from the shepherd's field. He put him into the presence of Saul, but then he was driven out of the presence of Saul. Are you following me? And from one place to another, and it was one dark place to another stress place to another pressure place, but he ultimately one day had felt the oil of his destiny poured on his head. Lord, if you don't ever remember anything else I preach, remember this. The day of vengeance turned into the year of favor and altered the entire course of David's life. I don't know what your name is, but your day of vengeance is at hand. Your year of favor is at hand, and it will alter the course of the rest of your life. And if you believe that, give God a shout tonight. No, I said if you believe it, 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 I want you to give God the kind of shout that says, I am a winner! Lift your hands up toward heaven. I want every person in this room right now, if you're filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I want you to start praising God in the Spirit. I want you to start glorifying God in the Holy Ghost. I want you to build yourself up in your most holy faith. Great is our God and greatly to be praised. Great is our God and greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is in me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all my iniquities. Who heals all my diseases. My God, you crown my head with loving kindness. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You renew my youth like the eagle. Oh, we praise your name, oh God. Somebody praise him. 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 Glory, 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 glory. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Something is shifting in the atmosphere right now. He's walking these aisles. He's healing the brokenhearted. He's liberating the captives. Some of you that have been in darkness are coming out of it. 
some of you that have had the ash on your head and on your face, uh, the crown of victory, uh, the oil of gladness, uh, the sackcloth is coming off, uh, and the garment of praise is coming on. Uh, oh, we bless your name. Uh, the year of the Lord's favor, uh, the day of the Lord's vengeance uh, is at hand. It is at hand. It is at hand. It is at hand. It is at hand. Get bold in your spirit right now. It's time to bring the walls down. Hallelujah. 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 Just flow with me tonight. Just flow with me just for a moment. Just flow with me tonight. Come down to the front end. Come down to the front. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's in Glory to God. This young man here in the beard and the blue shirt, the little bit of a beard. Come here. Are you related to her? That's your sister. Bring her down here with you. She has to put up with you. Glory to God. Come down to the front, Eric. Come down to the front, Ida. Something's getting ready to break through for some people tonight. There's some breakthroughs coming into the house right now. Right now. He's walking these aisles right now. Glory to God. Come down here. I want to pray with you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Gerald, I want to pray with you tonight. Come down here. LD, I got to pray with you tonight. I know I prayed for you through the years, but I need you to come down here. The presence of God, come here. The presence of God is getting ready to fall on you tonight. Glory to God. You too, right here. Come down to the front. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Stay in the spirit with me. Stay in the anointing with me. Stay in the spirit. Stay in the anointing. Come down here, lady. I need to pray with you tonight. Sit in it. Come down to the front, Eric. I need to pray with you tonight. Glory to God. Come down to the front, Nikki. I need to pray with you tonight. Glory to God. Breakthroughs are coming. Breakthroughs are coming. Breakthroughs are coming. Breakthroughs are coming. The day, today is a day of the Lord's vengeance. Some things are going to start happening. Some things are going to start happening. Are you two together? Come down to the front. God's getting ready to do something in this house. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I want everybody to stretch your hands this way. Start praying to the Holy Ghost. Stretch your hands and say, start praying to the Holy Ghost. Start praying to the Holy Ghost. Start praying to the Holy Ghost. Glory be to the Lamb. Glory be to the Lamb. Now, I want to say something here. Hold up, just say. I want to say something to you right now. Here's the word of the Lord. Here's the word of the Lord. There's some unique or individual things that God may say to you. But here's the word of the Lord. The dark place is over. 
the dark place is over and you're coming in I want you to I want you to think about this we want to think like there's only one intent one intense time that we walk through but I think as we get older we begin to understand there's multiple times of intensity and pressure and stress that come against us and those of you that are out in the audience these are people God has directed me to bring down here but God's getting ready to create a splash zone that's going to start hitting people all over this building I'm telling you something there is a spirit of discouragement and a spirit of depression that is getting ready to break off of people all over this room tonight and some of you that are down here you have loved ones that are battling mentally and emotionally and God's going to bring a fresh anointing into your lives and you're going to lay your hands and God's going to break those fetters but I want you to hear me tonight when God's saying the day of vengeance is at hand he's saying that the dark the fire and the pressure has accomplished what it's needed to accomplish to move you into a new season of greater fruitfulness of greater anointing of greater power and some of you have thought like God was done with you but God isn't done what God has been doing he has been structuring you into this new season new creation we just say, oh, that's just one time. Listen, God, God works in multiples of seasons and ways to each definitive time, making us able to do what the next thing has for us. You're getting ready to see favor alter your future. You're getting ready to see favor alter your future. Listen to me. If there's ever been a service, if you're watching online, if there's ever been a service, you ought to get in your car and take whatever time it takes to drive to this church. It's tomorrow night because God's getting ready to activate supernatural favor on people that is going to alter their future. And I'm telling you something, LD. We have known each other for so many years. We laughed last night about old time revivals and meetings. But I'm telling you, for such a time as this, men like you have been set aside for such a time as this because you have perspective. You have seen things that others have not seen. You have felt things that others have not felt. But I want you to hear me tonight from the Holy Ghost. The dark place, the stress place, the pressure place, the deep place that you felt like, God, I'm here all by myself. I feel like I'm buried like like somebody getting caught in a like a like getting buried in a mine and you said god what is going on all i have tried to do is walk uprightly before you walk holy before you and the lord saying son you're pushing your way out right now and you're pushing your way into a new season right now and something's getting ready to break like you have never seen it before and god said I have heard your cries. I have heard your calls. I have seen your tears. I have felt uh, the agony that you have walked through. I have been touched by the feelings of your infirmities.
years and you have said to me God have you forgotten me you have said to me God have all my years of faithfulness been for naught and I'd say son hear me this night the day of the Lord's vengeance is today and the payback of favor is coming miracles saith God are getting ready to overtake you and I would say unto thee there have been three voices that have spoken against thee three voices that have spoken curse-like accusations against thee but I say unto thee what the enemy meant to destroy you with I shall reverse it for it is the day of a changing of garments saith God and I say unto thee you shall push like the baby pushes and you shall come into new light new oxygen new resources new hope new strength and new anointing saith the Lord of hosts somebody praise God God, glory to God. God's hand is on you. And I don't understand what's going on or what this is all about. But the Lord says, when you look to your left or you look to your right in just purely natural observations, it's like all the pieces are starting to come together. But yet the enemy has come in with an attack. And the Lord would say to you tonight, the pressure has been great. The fire has been hot. And the dark place has been immense. But I brought you into my house as I brought David into my presence to hear this. You will pursue. You will overtake. And you will recover all. And the day of the Lord's vengeance is at hand. And I am an enemy unto thine enemies and you will watch me over the next 12 months do impossible things in thy behalf and what the enemy has whispered in your ear you shall arise and watch the recompense of the Lord be at hand and the strength of God is coming upon thee the health of God is coming upon thee and the peace of God is upon thee saith the Lord of hosts Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. Glory to God. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is in me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all my iniquities, who heals all my diseases, who crowns my head with loving kindness. And then it ultimately says, the result of all of these benefits, saith God, is that I renew your youth like the eagle. And I say unto thee, my son, you have looked back, and in times you look back, and you say, oh God, oh, those were my best days. And I say unto thee, my son, your best days are not behind thee, but even greater days are ahead of thee. Days that you could not even imagine. For my son, there is great anointing in you. And out of your hands shall flow signs and wonders and miracles. And I shall send thee into hospitals. And I shall send thee into circumstances that everyone says it's hopeless. And your natural being would be to back up. But 
your spirit man shall rise up. And I say unto thee, you have felt like you have been in a dark place. You have felt like you have been in an unbearable stress place. You have felt the heat of the fire. But I say to thee, you shall push your way out and you shall see the light of a new day. You shall hear the voice, uh, a fresh voice of the Holy Spirit speak to thee as I have in thy past. You shall hear me and I say to thee as well, you shall pursue, you shall overtake, you shall recover and the day of the Lord's vengeance is at hand and virtue is upon thee. Anointing is going all through you, Ed. And I don't know what it is physically. You look fine. I need to thin down like you have. But the thing is, when I touched your head, I saw the hand of God go over your uh, right here. And it was like his hand was on fire. And God said, get ready. Your strength, it, you're going to mount up with wings like an eagle. You're going to run and not be weary. You're going to walk and not faint. Your youth shall be renewed like the eagle. It's it's a new season, saith God. Somebody, somebody praise God. Somebody praise God. Somebody praise God. Now, is everybody okay? Everybody okay? People want you to minister, but it takes a few moments to do it. You know, I could just say, yay, yay, nay, nay, go, go, Joe, Joe, go home. I, I, I want you to start listening because there's things flowing in the prophetic right now and you're going to listen to me. He said, it's like, it's like that word was for me. Well, don't let it fall by the wayside. Grab it. I don't know what it is, but your family. It's like I looked at you. God said, tell her her family what she's been praying about for her family, what she's been interceding about for her family. It's going to start manifesting. Miracles are going to start manifesting. And uh, you, you, you know, and I, I can tell you're a little fired up and uh, get a little excited, and that's good. But I'm telling you something, there is, a, there is a deep place that you go into in prayer. There's an interceding place that you go into. And you realize that as you intercede, there has been demonic forces there has been a darkness that has come upon certain individuals and I see you calling out names to God but I see one particular person that is not a day that goes by that you do not call their name out to God and the oppression is getting ready to break and a restoration is getting ready to come you have had your heart broken and then had it crushed and now you're standing saying God I know what it is to, to need to be one of those that need the comfort of the mourner but God's saying get ready the ash is off your head the oil of gladness is on your face the garment of praise is upon your back and now you're getting ready to rise up and see the vengeance of the Lord saith God somebody praise him somebody praise him there's a miracle there is a miracle there is a miracle and I don't understand this. I don't talk to you about a lot of personal things. We talk about 
where you and Pastor Dosik are going next in the world and all that kind of stuff. But God told me there's something that has been heavy on your spirit for an extended period of time and you have borne the weight and you have borne the pressure and you have borne the stress of it. But God said, get ready because you're getting ready to come forth and you're getting ready to see God do the impossible. I see a miracle in the making. My God, I don't understand what I'm talking about, but there is a miracle. There's a miracle. There is a miracle. There is a miracle in the making. And God has seen your tears. And God has seen the pressure. And God said, you're getting ready. You're pushing. You're coming out into a new season. It's not about money. That's been being taken care of. Your marriage, God's hand is on you and your wife. But there's a miracle that you have been praying for. And God said, the enemy keeps saying, this will never happen. And the Lord says to you, the impossible shall be possible. The impossible shall be possible. And you're getting ready to walk into the greatest anointing of your life. And this next year of favor is going to blow you away. Now hear me. I just don't preach to hear myself preach. There's a year of favor that is going to alter your future. And I'm talking about in a good way. And you watch it happen. You watch it happen. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow night. But God started doing supernatural things for Israel in the sixth year. And the blessing of it carried into the ninth year. God said, you're going to start seeing God do some things that it's going to be so great that it's going to have multi-year impact on your life. Because your whole heart is, God, if you just bless me enough, this is how I'd really like to do this. God said, get ready. The day of the vengeance is activating the year of favor, which is altering the future saith the Lord of hosts come here Dickie everybody alright everybody alright everybody alright I gotta tell you something I gotta tell you something power of the Holy Ghost getting ready to come on you and you're getting ready to come out of this stress place you're getting ready to come out of that which you have been warring with and you're getting ready to be like a new man it's like God's going to roll back 10 years off the calendar. The enemy has stolen a decade almost of your life. I don't understand what I'm talking about. But God said, I will restore the years. 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 And God said, I'm getting ready to restore a decade. I don't know why I'm saying it in that amount of time. But God said, get ready. Because you're getting ready to see God bring a payback for what the enemy has done, saith the Lord. Now, you have served God longer than your dad has. But the Lord said, get ready. Because I am getting ready to bring a payback to the enemy, double for the trouble. You 
got great kids. They love God. They're not perfect, especially Lincoln. But, uh, but God told me to tell you something. He said, like the baby, it's not the woman. It's the baby that starts pushing, in essence, for the light. God said, you're pushing for the light. And I saw this finger and the thumb of God on the temple of your brow. And God said, the glory of God's gonna go into your thoughts. And the light of God is gonna illuminate your future. God said, I am an enemy to your enemies. And I am an adversary to your adversaries. And today is the day of the activation of payback. And God said, watch me for the next year. Set the stage to alter the future. Lord said, get ready. Because what you have backed away from, you're going to run to. And God said, fear is gone. Depression is gone. You're not going to be as you have been. Lift your hands. I want everybody to lift your hands and start praying in the Holy Just lift your hands up, start rejoicing. Lift your hands up, kids. God, right now, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. There's such a strong call on you. Was, was that your brother that I prayed for the other night? Your family's getting ready to do some incredible things right here in the house. And I know it's already starting, but you guys have been faithful. And, and it's like since you've been coming, it's like, excuse me, I'm talking to your mom and dad right now. Uh, you can wait because you're not as important as they are. But see, the thing is, you have stayed faithful and you have stayed planted. And now you're going to begin to see the harvest of multi-generational blessing. He is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Joseph. By the time God got to Joseph, it was crazy blessed. And you're getting ready to see the next generations coming forth. And the blessing of God that God has spoken over you prophetically is not, it's like Abraham had this and then Isaac had this and then Jacob had this but then Joseph blew it all up and you're getting ready to see some things blow up into a supernatural realm and I'm telling you son uh, you, that's your older brother right because he looks old 
And, uh, but God said there's like a sons of thunder anointing on the two of you. And even though he tries to boss you around and tell you how to do everything, that's fine. And just, just realize something. But there, you guys are going to do some things for God together. You're going to do some things for God individually. I told him this. There's an entrepreneurial and a ministry anointing. It's on you as well. And that entrepreneurial anointing and that ministry anointing, they're going to start interfacing and miracles are going to start happening. And you just might as well get ready because whether you like it or not, you're going to prosper. Whether you like it or not you're going to have a good home whether you like it or not you're going to have a good marriage whether you like it or not God's going to give you a beautiful home he's going to bless you he's going to show people around you what serving God is really all about and the inheritance of it but when I touch you tonight the fire of the Holy Ghost is going in you and the day of the Lord's vengeance will activate a year of favor saith God God said to you here you are how old are you 20 something 22, barely in your 20s. And I don't know what this about hurt is all about, but God said, I see your heart and I see some things that have happened over the last couple of years that have broken your heart. And the Lord said, he's not trying to be cold or callous, but he said, it's time for you to release it and move forward because God said what the enemy meant for evil, I'm getting ready to turn it to good. And God said, you're getting ready to step into the happiest days of your life. You just might as well get ready because God has nothing but the best for your tomorrows. God said start rejoicing and God said I am going to open doors that nobody can open. I'm going to give you a year of favor that will change the course of your life saith God. Somebody praising. Lift your hands up. Lift your hands up. The blessing of God. The anointing of God. Get ready. It doesn't matter. I don't know how God's going to do some of the things he's going to do for people, but he's going to get it done. And, and Ida, as much of a problem as Eric is, I'm telling you, God's going to do some amazing things with him, so just don't worry about it anymore. And, and give, him, give him some slack now and then. You know, he can't help himself. He just is, you know, you dot all the I's and cross all the T's, and, 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 and you see everything kind of, and Eric, he just, he's always looking for the stray dog. He's got this mercy thing on him. He's got this compassion thing on him. And that's why God puts you with him because you watch out for him because people take advantage of him. But I'm telling you something, Eric, God put a spirit of mercy in you and God is going to heal brokenhearted people through you. Now she's going to watch out for you so people don't uh, victimize you. But see, you came from deep wounds. You came from deep heartbreaks. You came from abuses. But yet God turned your life. And this is why when you look at people, you don't throw them aside because said, had it not been for the Lord, I wouldn't be where I am today. And God put the two of you together because you bring a perfect balance to one another. And I've been picking Ida, but that's okay. You can take it. But the Lord said, get ready because the day of payback is here. The year of favor is here and miracles are getting ready to start flowing and you're going to see a year of favor which will alter your future, saith the Lord of hosts. Somebody give God a praise. Somebody give God a praise. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. Real simple. Real simple. God's seen all the tears. I don't know why I see you crying more than her. 
That's because you're crying all the time and somebody's got to keep a dry eye. But you've been worried about some things. You've been troubled about some things. And, and, I, and I want to say something to you from the Holy Spirit. God wanted me to tell you you're the apple of his eye. God wanted me to tell you he's proud of you. God wanted me to tell you you're one of his favorite sons. So quit being so doggone hard on yourself. All right? I don't know what this is all about, but the Lord said, get free from it. Because the Lord said, the light's getting ready to shine. The glory's getting ready to come. Breakthroughs are at hand. The day of the payback is at hand. And I see loss in your life. I see great loss in your life. And it's like every day you get up and you're frustrated at times. You said, oh God, if I would have gone left instead of right, or if I'd have said this instead of that, then this would be better and that would be better. God said, remember this. I told them that I would restore the years. I told the other man of God, the restoration of years, the restoration of years. Get ready. The day of the payback is at hand. The year of favor is at hand. The life altering move of God is at hand. I'm just out here talking to people. I'm here speaking of thus saith the Lord. But the Lord said, come out of this thing because you've been under a spirit of heaviness. And God said, put on the garment of praise. Take your glasses off for me because I, I, I got to do something. God said, I'm wiping the ash off and I put in the oil of gladness on it. I'm crowning your head and I'm changing your garments, uh, saith the Lord of hosts. Uh, glory to God. Uh, I looked at you the other, is everybody all right? I get the flowing and going and it's like, my God, uh, the glory of God, like new wine is on you tonight. Uh, glory to God. Uh, listen to me, Carol. I looked at you tonight and God said, I am the God of ideas. I am the God of ideas. And the Lord's going to start dropping things into your thought processes. Uh, and I want you to understand that there's things I know in the natural. But God said, get ready. I've seen you in the dark place. I've seen you in the stress place. I've seen you in the fire heated up seven times hotter. And you know what? You're still standing. And you know what's getting ready to happen? You are getting ready to see the vengeance of God, the year of favor, and life-altering things happen. God said, don't look back and say, that's when I was a success. No, your greatest success is not behind you. Your greatest success is ahead of you. Your greatest happiness is not in the past. It is in your future. And the Lord said, prepare yourself, my son, for I am the God of paybacks. Glory to God. Lift your hands. Both of you are getting ready to get a touch from heaven. You both look like you could whoop me with one hand tied behind your back. But healing virtue is going through both of your bodies tonight. Strength is going through. And the power of the Lord is coming on you right now. The power of the Lord, lady. I see the fire of God going into the abdominal area of your body. I see healing going up and down your back where vertebrae and different things have been injured and damaged. Lord said, be whole in the name of Jesus. God, touch this man right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Touch this woman right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. I see a wall that has stood in front of you for an extended period of time. And I want you to hear me tonight at the Holy Ghost. And I don't want you to get mad at me. Will you promise me? Here's what the Lord said. He said, tell him 
a spirit of restraint is being broke off of them. I see like a portal in the heavens, but I see it chain. And I see the two of you saying, God, this has happened for this one, and this has happened for this one, and this has happened. What's going on? Lord told me to tell you that the dark, the hot, and the pressure place, you're pushing out of it. And I'm getting ready to unlock the window. And it's payback time. Because now you're going to be able to handle what I want to give you. You're going to be able to deal with it. You're going to be able to deal with it. Because, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something from the Lord. God said, I've been healing both your hearts. How long have you two been together? 20 years. And in those 20 years, to be honest about it, a lot of what brought you together was hurts and hurts. And you came together and you loved one another. And you unconditionally embraced one another. But God said, I'm making you whole. Son, you went through some things in your childhood and in your youth that would have destroyed other people. You went through some abuses in your life that could have completely taken you out. But it didn't. You're still standing. But God said, I have been in a supernatural process of making you whole. And God said, get ready. The day of the recompense is at hand and favor is coming upon you and a life-altering blessing is getting ready to overtake you, saith the Lord of hosts. Uh, touch, Mother, tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost uh, in the name of Jesus. Touch, Pop, tonight in the name of Jesus. Somebody give God a shout. Somebody give God a shout. Somebody give God a shout. Shed it in a bikini and a bakosata. Come here, Lincoln. Let me pray for you. Everybody, all right? Don't go running out on me yet. All right? I know it's a little after nine. I'm sorry. Not really sorry, but I'm trying to be politically correct about this. Lincoln, I, I love you, buddy. You drive me crazy, but I love you. Because your dad drove me crazy. And I still love him. It's hard sometimes. I'm teasing you. There's a true call on your life, son. And I know you know that. I know your grandfather senses it. Your parents sense it. Your grandmother senses it. But I want you to hear me from the Holy Ghost. There's a true call on your life. And God said what will try, take you to the place that you want to be is that continued hungering and thirsting. And as you continue to hunger and thirst for God and continue to walk uprightly before God, God said you will cross demarcations and you will sense a greater empowering and a greater blessing of the Holy Ghost. And there will be some moments that you will journey through like all of us do, that it gets dark and it gets hot and it gets pressure filled. But remember this, all things work together to produce good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And you need to be at peace that in God's timing, 
all things are going to manufacture good. And what the enemy means for evil, God will turn it to good. But there is an anointing that will come upon you. And there will be a spirit of revelation that will come upon you for the word. You will open the word and God will make the scripture come off the pages to you. My father told me to pray for two things. And all the vast wisdom he had with over 50 years of ministry told me to pray for two things. He said, pray for the spirit of revelation and pray for the spirit of wisdom. And I declare the spirit of revelation come upon you. And I declare the spirit of wisdom come upon you. I declare you'll be wise beyond your years. And I declare you will open the word and the words will come off the page. And you will see things not as some do on the surface, but you'll see the deeper things of the spirit of God. And the Lord would say to thee, I'll anoint your hands and you will see depression break off of people. For I will give you a great ministry of liberation, a great ministry of deliverance for the generation that is coming has been oppressed has been afflicted has been abused but the Lord said healing shall come and it will heal minds and it will heal broken hearts and depressions will lift and suicidal spirits will break off of your generation the Lord said you will arise and there shall be a Davidic anointing and you shall be a worshiper and you shall be a praiser but you shall speak for David David spoke as a man, a man that had New Testament revelation in Old Testament times. And I declare unto thee, my son, prepare thyself between now and the end of this year, between now and the end of this year of 2018, I shall give thee spiritual experiences that will alter your future, saith God. Hunger for my face, hunger for my glory, hunger for my anointing and I will add the other things unto thee saith the Lord of hosts somebody give God a praise somebody give God a praise somebody give God a praise God sees the names I don't know I see a, a list of people that you're interceding for Get ready for miracles to take place, saith the Lord. And he shall renew your youth like the eagle. Somebody bless God. Somebody bless God. Now, now, Eric, can you help me? Let's sit down for just a second. I want you to listen to me, and I want you to listen very closely. I... I'm under this thing right now and there's some moments in time and uh, there's just some moments in time that I, I really want to say to you about finances and about giving because I kind of just shift right into it because I consider the giving part of the service not to be a separated you know kind of like well we do praise and worship and then we do the sermon and then we pray for people then we no it all it all should be working together I was in my room this afternoon and I, I said, God, guide me and direct me because I believe it's important. I believe when we approach offerings in a nonchalant kind of way, y'all just do what you feel to do and y'all just sort of, you know, if you want to do something, do it. I believe that is not right. 
There is an anointing for miracles in this place. There's an anointing to remove burdens and destroy yokes. And most people, one of the greatest day-to-day battles that they fight has to do with their finances. The stress of financial problems. Not being able to do things they desire to do for the kingdom of God because of a lack of resource. And the only way we can open the windows of heaven is through our giving. I wish there was other ways we could do it. But the Bible teaches us very strongly how to get the windows to open. How to rebuke the devourer. How to activate favor. And so I was praying and I said, God, what do you want me to do? He said, I'm going to raise up 120 people at this meeting. And I said, what are they supposed to do? He said, they're supposed to sow a seed of at least $88. Why $88? 88 represents new beginnings. Everything I'm preaching to you about right now has to do with new beginnings. Say, well, I made a commitment last night. Fine, I'm glad that you did. I've had God talk to me every night of meetings. He might tell me to give 1,000 one night and 500 another and 200 another. And I remember one meeting, I almost emptied out my entire savings account. I was so glad when that preacher left that I'm going to be broke before this guy gets out of town. But I sowed that seed and I've watched God multiply it and bring it back, pressed down, shaken together, heaped up, running over in good measure. And God spoke to me and he said, there's going to be between now and tomorrow night, there's going to be at least 120, there's going to be 120 people that will sow at least an $88 seed. And the $88 seed represents this, new beginnings. You say, well, eight's the number of new beginning. Well, 88 is two eights. And I'm believing for double for the trouble. I believe God's going to start bringing some doubling into some of your lives. Some of you need to start looking at what the devil has stolen and saying, God, I have a biblical right to double for the trouble. All I'm doing is my best. And I, and I want you, and I'm not going to take a lot of time because I'm under the anointing with this thing right now. And I don't believe I'm going to have to. I don't know if the whole 120 are here tonight or some will be here tomorrow night or it'll be a combination. But you say, well, this could be a sacrifice. I understand there's sacrificing giving. I'm understanding that many of you, there is an obedience that if you will activate that obedience, you will move mountains. Some of you that are believing God for other people, it wouldn't shock me. I told you, if you when God starts speaking this word to me, God told us to sow a seed. At, uh, at the church, there was 195 days left, and the Lord told me to sow one for every member of my immediate family, my sons, my grandchildren, my wife, my daughter-in-laws. And so I didn't get off easy that day. It was nearly a $2,000 seed. But I'm believing God for the vengeance of the Lord, for a year of favor that will alter the future. And I keep repeating this because I want it in your spirit. I'm believing for advancing into a new season for this church. And the only way this church can advance into a new season is God does what he does for his people. And that's overflow. And if God overnight started flipping things financially for many of you to where your income doubled or tripled or your business exploded, do you realize how positively that would impact the work of ministry in the church? Can you imagine that happened to 120 different people? Lord, help me now. Can you imagine what would happen in this church if God released double for the trouble to 120 different people? I don't know who you are, 
I may be, as they say, barking up the wrong tree. But if you're one of those people, I want you to get out of your seat and meet me down here right now. And Pastor, Pastor Eric, uh, I want Eric to handle the handing out of the envelopes. But if you're coming for one of these, Pastor Eric will give you one of these because I, I walked in the building night. I said, I want 120 envelopes. I want 120 envelopes. I said, why? Because I want to know when I got the 120. I'm taking one more minute. You don't have to have the offering ready. All I need is your body down here. And you say, well, I feel God wants me to give $888. Well, enjoy yourself. I feel God wants me to give $8,888. Go for it. You will not offend me. Praise God. Just hand those out. Eric's slow, but he's, he's accurate. Praise God. Now, come on up here, guys. I've never done this, I, I guess, because I'm not as generous as your pastor. But I've never done this before. But I want everybody that's doing this I want everybody that's doing this tonight, I just want to give you, uh, I don't know why, but they ship all the different titles of the different books I've written. I've got Empowered for the Call, When I See the Blood, Empowered for Life, Possession, Your Prophetic Promise. What else have I written? Uh, no, I already said that one. Empowered for Life, uh, Prophetic Generation. I've got all the different books that I've written. And I, I've never really done this before. But I want every one of you that are sowing for a new beginning, I believe there's revelations in each of these books that can help you get from point A to point B. So if you're one of those people that are doing this, I, after, after you get your envelope or whatever, I, and I get done praying, then just come up here and grab one of these. Not 20 of them, but it, it, husband and wife, if you're both given or whatever, husband and wife, I'll let you both have one. Because, you know, what you read, you'll preach to him. And then he needs to read something for himself and preach to himself. But uh, I want you to get one of these. It's just really a gift. I'm not selling the books for $88. I just believe God it's going to be a key to helping you get to where you need to be. Everybody stretch your hands this way. Father, in the name of Jesus. I declare over these men and women tonight, darkness is stopping, pressure is stopping, the fire is stopping, and the windows of heaven are going to start opening. And I declare, God, that many of them have been in the splash zone tonight of the anointing. And I declare seed they're sowing tonight and seed they will sow is coming back. God, I'm believing for hundredfold miracles. I'm believing for breakthroughs. And I'm believing for it in Jesus' name. I declare favor. I declare the rebuke against the devourer, and I declare in the name of Jesus, the windows of heaven are opening from sources they never thought it would come. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know, are you two together? I don't know anything about you guys, but I want to say something. This may not be a sacrifice, but if it is, and I feel like it is, get ready. God's going to prove himself. God's going to prove himself. Isn't that right? God will prove himself. I, I wouldn't even be surprised within the next week that what you've given is going to come back into your hands.
where you say, my Lord, we were worried about what we are going to do, and now it's already come back to us. Just get ready. God has way 